What it do, what it do, it's Rad, B.I.D. Jones, rabbit for your internet food. This is the Nerd and the Hustle Podcast, hosted by me and my man Kareem. Each and every week, you new know. content, hope you check us out. It's on man, D.C., baby. Clerk in the bank. There we go. Then they try to get away with the feds chasing them, right? They jump out of their car and jump in a UPS joint, right? They get the stop sign. I mean, uh, the stoplight. Take over his joint, both of them in that joint, and start balling down the street, Slim. On the highway, all that shit, feds in behind them, suit. On the highway, five lanes on each side. I mean, you know how the big-ass lanes on both sides? Right. Joint? They was on one of those joints, Slim. Right behind them, about six cars, Slim. Do you know these niggas over five? On the highway? It, exactly. You, you said it just right. Like, on the highway? Like, yeah. Damn. Unloaded. Inside of the motherfucking joint. Keep in mind, that's a UPS truck, Slim. You can't see in that motherfucker. So, wait, were they, sure? they shooting you know from, like, the passenger side or what? They shot inside the joint. Oh, wait. So, the cops were shooting at the UPS thing. Exactly. Oh, I thought, you, I thought the UPS joint was shooting at the cops. Because the robbers were inside the uh, UPS joint. And they was chasing behind him. And it started bucking in the joint. Damn. Killed the motherfucking driver, dog. The nigga at work. Just, just driving UPS truck. Mm-hmm. Killed that nigga. That's crazy. That nigga had two kids, too. Three and five. And the, the dude like, suggests they had like forced him to drive the, the truck, right? I'm thinking so. Either way, he was inside the UPS joint. You can't get out of that motherfucker. Them niggas jumped inside that joint. They ain't kick him out or nothing. They put. I think he kept him driving. Put the gun in his head. Damn. They shot the joint up, Slim. That's not the only problem. There's a nigga driving past got killed in the other three lanes ago. <laughs> Away, Slim. Yeah, that that's are the are the dudes are they uh are the cops getting brought up on charges or something? That's like that just that's just nope. fucking reckless. Exactly. You can't dog, there's no excuse for you to overfire. First of all, let's say it was no car. You shooting inside of a UPS truck when you know it's a worker in there. What the hell is that about? You can't. There's no windows on the UPS joint. It's just straight brown. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, what the fuck was that? Then you on a highway? Oh, hell, you hit two people just working their life. Like, nah, Slim. You got a UPS bomber. He was just going to work. Literally, he's just going to work, Slim. Working. He gets shot. They ain't have to do that shit. Another nigga in the other lane just going. Who hell know where he going? He could have been going to strip club or something. Who gives a fuck? This nigga gets shot. Killed. 
I know he gonna get paid. He ain't even black. He white. Mm. So you know something coming off this thing quick. It ain't gonna be no prolonged thing. Like if it was two niggas out that joint dead, there's no way. It was a white dude driving past my and him business. I know it's over. Yeah. But it's like, dog, when you give somebody, a, I don't know, man. When these police officers, man, I, I just think they should be trained. I don't know. The training is not there. Yeah? When it comes to the gun thing, it's like they do everything right until the gun come out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like they perfect to the book. Everything is by the book until they put that gun out. Then it's no more book. It's just shoot time. It's like, what the fuck wrong with you? You just shoot. And people realize when black people get pulled over, it be these white, these uh, police officers be so triggered, quick to pull. There's no questions. And people don't understand until, unless they see it on camera. You know what I'm saying? If people don't have cameras, you'll never see this stuff be happening. That happens all the time. Is when a police officer come to your car door, and that before you anything happens, it's put your hands out, and they got the pistols in your face. So you already a millicentimeter away from dying, literally already, because all it takes for this nigga to have a hiccup or fucking cough or whatever the fuck, he already got a joint pointed at you. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nothing left but the pool. So to me. The training is why you had the gun pointed in somebody already. Yeah, man, that's I mean that's just real. Like I know whenever, whenever I get pulled over, right, I have a a very clear and defined routine that I go through. I've only been pulled over like once or twice, but this is what I do. And the moment I see those lights in my rearview mirror, I pull over before a nigga even gets out of his car. I reach in my pocket, I get my uh, my fucking wallet out, I take my, my license, I put that on the dash, I grab my uh, registration, I put that on the dash, then I uh, I roll my window down, I don't give a fuck how cold it is outside, and I put my hands on the steering wheel at the very top, and then I just wait. Yo, <clears throat> this year alone... Got pulled over eight times. Damn. We talking about just 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 this year. And we went to court like three times for all types of dumbass tickets that they threw out once I gave them down this motherfucker. One time, like you said, you do all that, right? Mm-hmm. One time they pulled me over, Slim. <laughs> Dog. I had the seatbelt on, right? So I'm in I'm in the joint. I pulled to the side because at first I didn't know if they was even fucking with me. I'm not even really even. I'm, let me get the fuck out that way. They on something different, you know what I'm saying? So I'm pulling to the side. I'm to the side looking like they going past. What the fuck they doing? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I realized this nigga want me. You know what I'm saying? So I just stop. I just stay there. So they run to the fucking car. I got a seatbelt on. I still got the CDs in my hand because <laughs> I was looking for a motherfucking CD put in the deck. All that shit in my hand, right? Mm-hmm. In fact, I ain't, I ain't had the CDs out yet. They was in the case. I had the whole case open. You know, I had the, the case with all the CDs in the joint. All that shit is just right there. All the thing, they come running to the door. I'm still sitting there with the CDs like, what happened? I mean, what's going on? Because first, remember, I didn't know I was getting pulled over. So 
I had time to act like, oh, let me give all my shit. You know what I'm saying? Because I was just sitting there like, y'all going past or what's going on? You know what I'm saying? That's when I realized they want me. They come to the motherfucker. Put your hands up. Don't move. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> Nigga, I'm like, can I get my license now? Can I just do that? So I, I said, first, can I put this uh, CD thing down? <laughs> motherfucker, hurry up. That's what he said. Hurry up. So I, I put the joint down. I try to reach and get my license right. But my seatbelt joint, you know how the joint on the top of your chest and shit? Yeah. So when I reached again, it yanked me back, right? So the nigga on the other side of me, the right side of me, said, oh, put your hands up. Put your, put your hands up. I'm like, oh, don't. <laughs> my seatbelt. I just got to get my seatbelt off, you know? Nah, just get out the van. Get out the truck. Just like that, Slim. Yank me out the joint. Search me like we was in the 90s with the ball action and all that. Slim. Where were you? Five hours some more. Yank me out the joint. Rip my truck inside out, Slim. I'm sitting on a joint, nigga, looking like a complete fool on the corner, Slim, with handcuffs on. Six feds standing on top of me. Ain't answering shit I'm saying to him. <laughs> you got five of them inside my van, Slim. Every door that goes to my truck is open. <laughs> Every motherfucker, all you see is police feet hanging out of my shit, Slim. Nigga, you want dog? Now I saw, I was, I saw, I did my thing back in the day, dog. I had a lot of stash spots where them niggas wasn't gonna find shit any fucking way. You know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna fuck. With. How many people they had searched? But I'm sitting back like. Nigga, it is Nathan in that bitch for y'all to be in there fucking looking for Slim. You know what I'm saying? Like, what the fuck is happening? They ripped my shit up, Slim. Told my shit apart. They come to my joint. They come to me, but I got the cuffs on and shit. She come to me. It's two of them come. A dude and a girl. The girl that pulled me over, matter of fact. She was the one that told me to get the license. When I reached to get the license, the other motherfucker told me, all right, get the fuck out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So they come to me. I'm like, dog, you ain't even let me get my license. No, you got a ticket for not showing your license, and you got a little dent on your uh your uh your license plate. What like, the what? fuck? Yeah, the look exactly. She said, oh, that little dent is, is, is messing the number up up top. I'm like what? <laughs> That's what she did, Slim. Then she put out a dime bag. I didn't know that joint was in it. So she put out a dime bag of weed. Right? It wasn't even full. It was like halfway. Like, damn, I didn't even know that shit was... So I'm looking at her, she's like, yeah, I'm going to keep this. Like, huh? (laughs) (laughs) I was just looking at what the fuck? Okay, go ahead and take that. Who gives a fight? I didn't know the shit was dead. You know what I'm saying? You had that little shit. Like, what the fuck was that about, Slim? I go to court, they throw the shit out. The same broad was in it. She come to me, oh, hey, they're going... When when they call your name, just go ahead. They're going to let you go. She leaves out the court. I'm looking at this bitch like, what? <laughs> well, why did they rip your shit up in the first place? Tom, nigga, you don't want me to go into why. You know what I'm saying? I just They tore my shit apart, went in my seats and all that shit. Wait, did they tell you why? Fuck no. Oh, he said, oh, when she was behind me, she smelled weed. Seriously? I said, what? <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Then she said, oh, yeah, and I'm getting a ticket for the license plate. You got a dent on the, the top of the license plate right there. That's illegal in Maryland. I'm like, what? 
and threw all that shit out when I went down the court, y'all. Took a whole day off and everything. Some bullshit. I wanted to push that bitch into one of those walls in there. What's wrong with you? You had me come way up in there and walk past me with a fucking smile. What's wrong with you? Smile because you smoked that little weed you took, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Right, how not should snitch on your motherfucking monkey ass. Try to leave out of this joint real quick. You know I'm gonna say, hey, that bitch got my weed. You know what I'm saying? What's wrong with you? She knew I was gonna say that. <laughs> <laughs> that bitch knew damn well I was gonna bring that up. Like, that bitch took some weed in mine. What she do with it? Learn to speak a language in 10 minutes a day. <laughs> Start learning now. What? What the fuck? That was a lot of activity going on, man. Yeah, that's that shit's crazy. Yeah, man, I just, I just, I don't want to take no chances. As a matter of fact, I'm gonna add that little seatbelt thing to my to my to do list with that thing too. I just take my seatbelt off from the jump so that they can't say that my they can't see my hands <laughs> or nothing. We can say to do list <laughs> for real, dog. Like I am not gonna get shot over a humble man. I'm gonna do whatever the fuck oh I can do God. to avoid you that. Can shit. Literally get shot, dog. Niggas, man. Niggas, you be mad at me when I be like, nigga. We used to be like four or five deep in the car. The feds pull us over. And I always be like, nigga. Don't nobody say shit. Put your hand on my thing right here, nigga. Put your shit right here now before you come up here, motherfucker. Niggas be like, dog, fuck that nigga and all that bullshit. No, nigga. Put your shit. Get your own car when you do all that shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So that's the thing. A lot of niggas, they be doing that. They they start talking a whole bunch of shit, or they're like, yeah, I know I have rights and all that, and then they end up getting shot. Nah, I tell niggas all the break. Nigga, we not arguing with him. None of that. Put your hand on my joint so I can see it, motherfucker. <laughs> I want to see your fucking hands. My damn self for years. Fuck that. Y'all niggas, and nigga, anything y'all got, y'all take it with you. Fuck wrong with you, nigga. All that, I, I had that same conversation with niggas every time we get pulled over. Fuck that. Fuck wrong with you, nigga. Don't don't do nothing funny about that. I ain't trying to die for none of y'all clown ass niggas. Previous podcast, right? How April is cheating. Well, not cheating. Well, messing with Fizz was a former groupmate of a um, baby father, uh, Amaya, right? right? So it, it finds out. We done found out. All right, now I already said that the shit is not gonna last. You know what I'm saying? Because the type of person she is. She already been caught cheating already. Damn, for I don't real? know how this been. Yeah. They done caught her cheating already. Got on the blogs. Took a picture of her in the club with some dude. Some old, some rapper. Coming up rapper. Named uh, Goat. Baby Goat or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. I'm looking at this shit. The picture of her. She leaning all on them, though. Like they, they've been fucking with each other for a while. You know what I'm saying? And so she in the club with the bomb, and somebody recording her the whole time and sent that thing to uh, TMZ and all that shit. <laughs> Already, a, though. That's a damn shame. Already, though? Man, it's, it's like, I think it's a culture thing, though, man, because you look at all these people that are on these love and hip hop shows, they awesome bammers for real. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to realize, yeah. Most of them, yeah. Off the break. Off the break. But look at her though. She messy boots. So like she just went in and like 
messed up a happy home or a, a happy <laughs> business for for nothing. And moved on. Now, I don't know. He might stay with her. You never know. You know what I'm saying? But it's clear. They got the thing on tape. She laying up on this nigga in the club with the drink in her hand. And he posted on his on his uh Instagram her ass later on that night. Her ass? Like bare ass? Yeah. A shot of her ass. Her ass. She's laying down. Wow. Yeah, that's the wow part of this whole thing. Now, Jay Boogie, whatever his name, <laughs> motherfucker that's in the group, yeah. I know he gotta be motherfucking sitting back like, this dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that money up, because you know, wanna know why Jay Boogie, whatever the fuck his name is, he going on tour with uh, Immature as background. And Immature going on tour with Ray, Ray J. So he getting to work. He continue working. So he get to laugh now. <laughs> just sit back and look at Fizz like you dumb. <laughs> How dumb can you be, boy? <laughs> you should know she was like that though. If anytime she do what she did, you should know she's gonna do it to you too. What the fuck make you different? Nigga? Yeah, pretty much. Someone someone yeah. cheats on some. Well, I mean, she wasn't really cheating, but yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was still nasty. It's still messy. Yeah. Yeah, he got two kids. You start thinking like, what the fuck? All of them just starting to lose their mind and shit, right? Like, T.I. too. Like, he already said some dumb shit, right? <laughs> and what he, what's he been up to now? So, he already said the dumb shit of the break about his daughter. Everybody got on his ass about that shit. So, obviously, he going around trying to clean that shit up, I think, yeah? Because he get on the... Uh, uh, Jada Pink got a talk show on, you said Facebook, right? Yeah, it's called uh, Red Table Talk, Facebook original. Man, so I didn't know she had a little talk show, so it was all new to me when I found out he was on there. Yeah, I think she uh, yeah. she called him out and she was like, I want you to come on the show so you can defend yourself and say, like, what were you thinking and all that, so she, he could say his side of the story and everything. <laughs> And then she, like, lit into his ass. (laughs) For real? Damn. I mean, it's dumb anyway. You can't explain yourself, dog. You know what I'm saying? That shit was dumb. Mm -hmm. We had a whole podcast about that. That was just stupid shit. Anyway, so for him to come out, this is what he said when he get on her uh, talk show. He get on there. First of all, you you can't defend that, right? There's no way to defend that but say something dumb. Other than that, any misconceptions uh, that have been surrounding how we interact and parent and and what is appropriate and inappropriate. I think all of this surrounds a conversation that I was having in a very joking manner (laughs) when asked, how do I deal with parenting in this day and age? And so I just began to, you know, from a place of, of truth. I began to embellish and exaggerate. And I think that a lot of people kind of like took it extremely literal. <laughs> because if you... <laughs> hey, <laughs> I don't know if he was serious or not. <laughs> okay, okay. Let's, let's, let me, I'm going to try to decipher what the fuck he's trying to say. Okay. I think, I think what he's trying to say is that 
he well, I mean, I, you didn't finish playing the clip, but I think it was that he's trying to say that he doesn't actually go into the gynecologist's office and look up his daughter's coochie just to see whether the hymen is still there. I think he's saying that he he asked the doctor if the doctor tells him whether it's still there or not. But it's still fucked up. <laughs> Clean up on aisle nine. It's like you go clean up a mess and you knock over another bottle of milk and shit while you're over there. <laughs> what the fuck you doing? Eh? You're not cleaning up nothing like that. Eh? What's wrong with you? <laughs> you started to make me laugh. Now. What's wrong with this clown, sir? <laughs> oh my God. You should have seen Jada Pickett face when he said that, though. She was like, you serious, dog? <laughs> she like broke it down on him on like some intellectual shit. The thing with the thing with Ti that bugs me though is that everybody's kind of crowned him like this hood intellectual, but all it. he fucking does is use large <laughs> vocabulary words in. I'm not gonna say inappropriate. Uh, they don't go. There. They don't go there. It don't even like like why are you putting them right there? It's not. It's not necessary. Man. <laughs> It's like, you just learned that word today? You want to keep sticking it in something? You know what I'm saying? Like, what the fuck? Yeah, like, using, using vocabulary words doesn't make you an intellectual. <laughs> Obviously, it do. You know what I'm saying? Shit. Obviously, it do. Especially, all right, I say, when you come from the rap world, if you're talking like that, you per, first, a person's first reaction is, you intellectual, you know what I'm saying? You feel me? I think by him being the only rapper being on out front talking like that, it, it brands him that shit. But does he even use those words in his raps? Nah. Unless he done made some new shit in 2020. And there you go. 2019. <laughs> Rubber no. band, man. Why is the Taliban? Why am I right? Don't get me wrong now. When it, Later on, I think he started did he did start using like in those uh slow songs he was having with the girls and shit. I think he did start using those joint mediocre and no more mediocre chicks and shit like that. <laughs> no more mediocre, no mediocre. <laughs> I don't even remember any like TI songs from the last few years, man. All the shit that I listened to no. from him was back in the early two thousands. All I remember is mediocre. I don't know if that's old or not. You know what I'm saying? I know. I remember that mediocre joint. <laughs> oh, he got got it. Get it? He got something else I like too. Go get it. Some shit. Some shit like that. Go get it. Something. But I like that joint. But like you said, he ain't talking proper in that motherfucker. I know that. But that that goes to the rapping thing. That's what I hate. I don't know, man. What? It goes to what rapping is, man. It blows me about these people. They're not being who they are, so this is what you get. You know what I'm saying? That, that's you talking about T.I.? Yeah. So what is he doing? So he's doing it like in reverse. He hood as fuck, right? It's all in his rhymes. It's all in every CD. Right. But when he get on camera, he want to throw big words all around everywhere. You know what I'm saying? It's the opposite of a nigga that wasn't hood but rapping hood, you know what I'm saying? And getting camera trying to talk hood. Well, like, when did he start 
wearing all the suits and shit. I feel like that's when it, it started when he started like trying to change his image. That I think that started coming after he got locked up. I'm trying to think, cause I think he started doing a little R and B type shit after he got out of, out of jail and shit. That might have been it. Man, jail be changing people. Gucci came out of there. Gucci went in the jail, fat as fuck, and came out all skinny. Oh yeah. And Ti went in there, straight up hood, came out uh, talking about splendiferous and shit. Exactly. But he kind of did that thing in reverse how people do rapping today. Period. Like in the whole reverse, he did it and shit. <laughs> when the whole time people like that that talk like that go in the rap game and try to change how they talk so they can fit into the rap game. When they really talk the way he talking, the opposite and shit. It's crazy. <laughs> That's some wild shit. Mm-hmm. Soon later, he's going to be on one of those uh, loving hip-hop shows or uh, growing up or whatever stuff. Well, he already had a reality show with his wife. Oh, man. Them joints was terrible. You talking about the joint with all the kids and all that stuff? Like oh, T.I. Wow. and Tiny or whatever. Stop. <laughs> you watch that shit? Yeah, nigga, you don't want to watch okay. all the reality show joints. I don't fuck with any of that, that stuff. Had to be, that had to be when he made his change, when he started that shit. So we all you gotta do is find out when that started. Their show started. Now that was a that was a minute ago though. That was way before he started being known for this vocabulary bullshit. Because you know, once you do some family type show, you got it's over. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Cause he wasn't on like love and hip hop and shit like that. He's on his, uh, family show shit. It's his family. So therefore, he got to be on there trying to tell kids the right shit and all types of bullshit. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Can't be in that joint getting smacked the way he really want to. Leaving home, hanging out in clubs and all that shit. Can't do all that with the cameras in there. <laughs> they got the reality show running and shit. And plus, that was a nice little check they probably got off them joints, man. Yeah, I feel like a lot of rappers they end up going to reality TV when their career ain't when their numbers aren't moving the way they need to. I think it's a it's a it's an out really for. I mean, if it's done right, it put it like this: if you on that show, right, love a hip hop or growing hip hop, and it, it's it's based around rapping and shit, mm-hmm. you have a chance to blow up, whether you starting or you was already big before and you fell off. You can blow your career up on these joints. But who you know who can you say that actually happened for besides Cardi B? Basically all of them. You talking about people like uh what's the broad on uh that was on Atlanta joint? <clears throat> Puerto Rican princess. People like that. She ain't got no fucking career. What are you talking about? <laughs> Don't like listen to her. What? She's not music, but it blew, she blew up. How like, did she blow up? She's known me. for the show. She does, She's not known for her music. Her music she sucks. Up off that show. Huh? Her music sucks. Oh, yeah. That, that was... That was on the show. It was sucking. Exactly. So it's that the so the reality shows don't do shit for somebody's music career if you don't actually have any good music. No, no, no. You gotta realize that wasn't what she was doing. She got on that show as a stripper. Yeah. (laughs) Now everybody in the world know her. 
That's why. Uh, so you're so you're talking about just becoming a reality show celebrity. You become you can blow your career back up. All right, let's say you you're a rapper like Soldier Boy or somebody, right? Right. Who was big at, at one moment, not too far distant. You know what I'm saying? But you can go on one of these reality shows, get your single out. You know what I'm saying? Simultaneously, and do some numbers. I I don't know about that, man. You show me an example of somebody who has like really made their music succeed because of being on a reality show, man. You can't. All you can do is be like somebody's on a reality show, then they become a reality show personality. The Instagram blows up. Uh, they talk about them on TMZ, but that's what they're known for, not their fucking music. Their music career is dead. If they're not actually, because none of these on these on these reality shows are actually putting anything good out. Now again, just because you on every reality show don't mean your material is good, though. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. You can rap. That's what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? But obviously, Soldier Boy can rap. All right, so that he already been proven before. So if he come back on there, he can blow his career back up, like he been. But he. I haven't heard a single thing of Soldier Boys on the radio. Are you serious? He been all on radio. When? He been all on this year. All these shows. <laughs> After the food, huh? on the radio. You just he said on the radio. Music itself. That's what you just said. His music. Young, he just put a joint out last year. What did he put out last year? What did he put out this year? A CD. Nah, not this year. He blew up off. He went on Merge Boot Camps. Now. Then put it on the joint and blew up off. Then everybody was trying to debate with who was bigger that year, him or uh, who the fuck was it he was beefing with that year? It was last year. They kept on saying he was a bigger rapper than him that year. I didn't hear nothing about no Soldier Boy, man. So. This was last year. I didn't hear nothing on the radio. I didn't see nothing on Facebook or Instagram. He was all on YouTube on everybody's show all last year. <laughs> I no 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 no. Okay, what I remember Soldier Boy for last year was uh the fucking Breakfast Club interview when he was. I don't know what he was promoting, but. Exactly. But he came. He became a meme off of that, and I didn't hear nothing about his CD, bro. That's cool. He was only on there because one, he was on um Merge Boot Camp, and he had a CD coming out. But that's why they had. But nobody listened to his CD. Okay, uh, that's cool. No, it's not because that's my point. Okay, but now you're on Breakfast Club, so where he wouldn't have been if he wasn't on Merge Boot Camp. He ain't had no CD out at the time to even be on um Breakfast Club. Man, you see what I'm saying? It, it rejuvenated his career. How did it rejuvenate his career if nobody <laughs> gave a fuck about his CD? <laughs> I'm about to look this shit up. <laughs> Doug, last year, his CD did numbers or something. He was on it. He was all over the place arguing about that shit. It was somebody who had a big joint out last year. And he kept on saying, I don't want to go on Cardi B. She cool people and all that, but my joint bigger and all this. Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> it was Kyrie and somebody else you kept on talking about. I don't know if it was Drake or not. So I'm trying to think. Cardi B has not gotten out of motherfuckers' uh, 
radios and iPods and iPhones and shit ever since she came out in like what 2017. Like she stayed at the top. I ain't hear nothing about no motherfucking Soldier Boy. You s- <laughs> this nigga just had some shit too, yeah. He was all over the place tripping off that shit. Apparently, he was the only one. Yeah, maybe. But that, that beside the point, though. It still rejuvenated his career. Got him back in the limelight. Now, once you get there, if your material don't keep you there, that's your fault. I feel like Soldier Boy got back in the limelight because he did some crazy shit on an interview and became a meme. That, I'm trying to tell you why he on that interview. You see what I'm saying? That's why. But, okay, if you ask anybody who knows of the meme or even saw the damn interview, I bet none of them actually listened to the CD, though. I know I didn't. I'm I'm beyond that. Oh, here you go, right? Meek Mill. Me personally, why? Because he was locked up. Yes. Okay, I was locked up too, nigga. They came up with a number one record. The Drake beat. Yo, look how he Yo, Meek Mill ain't beat for Chris Brown. It was for the box. It was Floyd Mayweather. He beat with Drake, the biggest rapper in the world. Drake. Drake. The nigga that got body by Pusha T? The nigga that's hiding his kid from the world, but his world wanna hide from the kid? Harvey <laughs> Graham in the wheels of Drake? Yes! <laughs> Y'all niggas gotta stop playing with me. Stop telling me like I ain't teach Drake everything he knows. Hold on, you taught Drake everything he knows. Y'all ain't hear Drake on with his first song. Tell me what's really going on. Drizzy Drake back in his thing already. What's that? That's oh, Soldier. That's oh, my bar. Shit. He copied my oh, whole fucking flow. That kissed me through the phone. He copied my whole fucking flow. Oh, word for word, shit. bar for bar. Oh, Don't act like shit. I didn't make Drake, nigga. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, that nigga funny as shit, though, Slip. But yeah, yeah, that shit was, was funny. Meek Meek. But that was it. That was it. That's what he was saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Meek Mill. And then he started going on Drake. Yeah, that's what it was. I knew it was some shit. And he was on it because he had his shit out. He thought he was the biggest one at the time. I, they were debating on who was, who was bigger. Him or uh, Meek Mill had to join out. I still, I've been hearing Meek Mill on the radio. I still ain't heard no Soldier Boy. <laughs> I understand because <laughs> his material isn't good enough, probably or something. I don't know, but I know it put him in position. Put it like that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, okay. Anything that you get on, like if you get a TV show or you get on a reality show or you go on a Breakfast Club and make an ass out of yourself and everybody think it's funny, like anything of that is going to give you some exposure. But it depends on what you do. And your level of talent and your work ethic to take that and do something with it. That's why Cardi B is where she is right now. She was on fucking social media. She was at, with that gap teeth and she was making all those funny ass videos. Then she got on. I don't even know whether she got on uh, the love and hip hop thing before or after her social media thing blew up. But one of those two things happened and then she started rapping. I remember the first time I saw that Cardi B was rapping, I was like, oh, get the fuck out of here. Another social media bitch trying to get up here, trying to make some fucking music. But then I listened to it, like, oh, shit, she's actually dope. And then, now, look at what she's motherfucking top of the damn game. Now, now, I watched Love and Hip Hop, right? From the first day she walked on in. No. <laughs> no. No what? The flow was, no, hell no. No. 
No what? No. No, Slim. She was so bad that the manager she had was trying to put other motherfucking bras in front of her. That was even more trash. <laughs> she, so no when did it flip? Panel. She got so mad at this nigga, man, that she stopped fucking him. She stopped fucking this nigga because he wouldn't do her, put his her music on radios and shit like that. Because it was trash, dog. So when did it change? I didn't watch the show, so I don't know. Damn. That was the first year. Now, after that, I'll give you her, I'm going to give her credit. She bust her ass. It was like every motherfucking scene she was in, her ass was in the studio. You see what I'm saying? Like, when you see other people in scenes, they in a the motherfucking restaurant, or they want to argue at home in the backyard. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. All her scenes, her ass was in the studio, either on the mic, or arguing with a motherfucker, trying to get her to get them to play her music. That's how all her scenes were the second year. That's so dope. I give her credit. She bust her ass, man. Now, when she was in the studio, she was not fluent at all. I think it was like the, the end of the second year. She got stopped. She got a new producer. It was somebody. And once she got a new producer, he made another one song. It was nice. It, she had a nice flow on that joint. I don't know if he helped her with it or nothing. I don't know. But I know one thing. He had a girlfriend, and she started beefing with the girlfriend, fighting with her on on the show and shit. And he, then she stopped messing with dude. And she saw that's when she blew up. She, I think she messed with somebody, another producer after that. Then she blew up. But you gotta give her credit. She bust her ass. But you know oh, yeah, saying? yeah, yeah. You can see that. She bust her ass. Now I give her the credit. Like all the other motherfuckers on that show, they act like they can rap and shit, but they're not busting their ass to try to get where they want to be. You know what I'm saying? Like they be trying to fuck these dudes and all that, and that be it. Charlie was like, Nigga, you owe me, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. Put my record on the joint. Or you ain't getting no more pussy. Simple as that. That's how she was going on that joint, man. Okay. So I, I, I fucks with her on that. So I, I can't I can't knock her, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Even though she blowing up, like, she on singles. You know what I'm saying? It ain't really her shit that's, that's tight. You know what I'm saying? What you mean? But you got to give her credit, though. Well, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure she, I mean, I've heard that she uses ghostwriters. Whenever I hear her flow, sometimes she sounds a little bit like Offset, so I'm pretty sure she does have people writing for her. But, I mean, we talked about that before and everything. She has her whole, her brand, her package is, is set. So, and I, I'm pretty sure her, she she won some shit for her album, and she, that, that joint definitely did numbers, so. Now, she got ghostwriters, but I don't think they, uh, all right, put it like this. I know she got ghostwriters, put it like that. But I think she real aggressive on what she's saying. So it ain't nobody just writing shit, giving it to her, she going in the studio, you feel me? Mm. She going in the booth. I got her saying, oh, what the fuck? Nah, I want to say this, you know what I'm saying? So I, I know she's sitting down with that person, put it like that. It ain't just a blind hand or the fucking joint and go in the studio. Yeah, you can't handle ghostwriters like that because then you're just going to sound like you're not going to really sound like yourself. I mean, most people do that. Most motherfuckers, that's what I was trying to tell you before. Most people just sit there and wait for the motherfucking script. Hmm. If you, if you, somebody was writing anyway, you, that's a problem, period. But 
I'm thinking she more aggressive. She just not sitting back like that. But the shows help people, you know what I'm saying? Would you go like, straight for somebody? Yeah, they paid me hell yeah. But you wouldn't respect them because you're writing for them. That's their problem. They can't do that, you know. Yeah, you be writing, you be rapping my shit. That's all I see. <laughs> I take all my shit, write it up, dust it off, and just give it to you, motherfucker. Simple as that. Shit, I ain't got no problem with it. So you 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 take ghostwriting, right? I would, yeah, I would do it. I couldn't do it. But I would, I would be like what you said with Cardi B, though. Like, I wouldn't just, like, take the writing and just spit it. I would definitely be, like, I would guide that shit and be like, I want to, I want it to go in this direction. I want to say this. And, yeah. Yeah, like, but actual yeah, manual work, then, then yeah. Say what? Some ghostwriters be like, no, nah, we ain't doing that, right? That's not the direction we going. <laughs> and fuck off. I get another one. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't going. That's not how I write, Shit. If that's not how you write, that's how another motherfucker write. I'm the one with the money. You best believe that. <laughs> but yeah, I I could I'd do it definitely, but I wouldn't receive no papers from nobody. But we gotta get clear what's a ghostwriter. A ghostwriter ain't a nigga you in there, you wrote your whole shit, you go in there and write, write, rap the shit, and the nigga be like, oh, you should say at the end. And think you're ghostwriting. Nah, that's not no fucking. Nah, that's just you know that's just saying? like a suggestion. Like that's you do that all the time. Thinking, yeah, exactly. That's just a nigga giving his opinion about. Something. Although the thing I don't like about that shit is because like if you're in the studio and then somebody says that you should change a line here or there and then you do it, then usually you have to give them a writing credit. And that I don't like that shit. Oh, you do too. Yeah, yeah. If you change lines. That's why I just break my shit. When I was in the studio and niggas scream out, oh, you shit at the end of it? Okay. You say that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? When you get in here, you say that shit. Yeah, fuck that. Uh, motherfucker, some motherfucker, uh, G- um, um, what's the names? Engineers? They try to put their two cents in your shit a lot. So they put their fingerprint on it. Mm-hmm. Not, 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 not me. <laughs> They get scream out. Oh, you should say la la la. Nope. <laughs> you used to always do that shit. It's like, nope, nigga. It's, it's the way I write it. That's how it's gonna come out. That's it, motherfucker. I pay for the studio time. What's wrong with you? I used to be gigging in the studio though. That was my shit, man. I used to pay all that motherfucking money. And man, you guys, anybody used to go to the studio with me, I'd be like motherfucking everybody father in that joint. You what? <laughs> I used to be like a nigga's father, like, nigga, what time is you late? Where the fuck you at? You know <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, if you're spending, like, hundreds of dollars on a few hours, then you better be there on fucking time. Man, niggas used to be heated at me. Like, nigga, where you writing at? You ready? You know what I'm saying? Like, niggas be looking at me like, dog, yeah. Nigga, if you're not ready, nigga, you ain't going in the booth. We're not wasting no time with your ass. Because it's simple as that, slip. Niggas be heated at my ass, dog. Like, fuck that. If you ain't ready, I'm ready. I'll eat your time up. Fuck it. Give me the hell yeah. fuck wrong. I don't like that shit when you see like rappers just bullshitting in the studio. Like they spent, I feel like that's another way of them trying to flex. You know what I'm saying? Like they'll just they'll spend a whole bunch of money just so they can like 
lounge around and smoke weed in the studio when you really there, you're yeah. supposed to fucking work. You're supposed to be laying down your verses. That's it. Like, Nothing else. first of all, when I recorded music, I did it at home because I, I spent my money on fucking audio equipment and shit and did it myself yeah. because I wasn't trying to do all that uh, spending $100 or $50 an hour for some damn studio time. But at any time that I did go into the studio and I was paying money for it, Best believe that I had already written my fucking verses at the house. So when I was going in the in the booth, I was actually recording the music, and I wasn't sitting there trying to think of what I was going to say next. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Is that time is fucking money, man? Like I'm not. How the fuck are you just going to sit there and it's it takes me a long time to write, all right? So if I'm going to be paying oh like God. five hours of studio time, it's going to take me like. Four hours to write the fucking song that I don't have an hour to lay the shit down. Fuck that. Yeah. Hey, I ain't like none of that shit. Niggas used to come in that joint, go in the booth. Oh, right, go back, back. I'm like, huh? Yo, do it again, do it again, do it again. What are you talking about, man? <laughs> Where your papers at? The fuck wrong with you? Pull your phone out or something, nigga. Or oh, come the fuck from out of this. <laughs> <laughs> fuck that. I used to hate that shit, Slim. No, nigga, don't be talking about running back. <laughs> keep rapping, motherfucker. As always, you just say, keep going. Fuck it. Just keep rapping, man. Don't, ain't none of that starving shit, nigga. Fuck wrong with you. Yeah, like you say, you got, you still got to have your material. Once you get to that point where the, the sun is on you, you got to still have your shit. Uh-huh. <laughs> mm-hmm. so you going to be fucked. Just like motherfucker, if you was a son of a rapper, like Ice Cube's son or... or Oh, matter of fact, on the, um, what's that? One of those grown hip hop joints. It's Fat Joe, something, right? And um, this nigga want to be a rapper. He, that's all he talk about, son. He's like, man, I want to be a rapper. I got the music. I, my shit's tight. All that shit. So Fat Joe ain't putting a nigga on, ain't sending niggas to studios, ain't helping them do shit, Slim. Damn. <laughs> Fat Joe got his little clothing store, and he want that nigga in there selling clothes, right? So then they, these two niggas be arguing and shit, Slim. My man said, nah, man, I'm a rapper. I, I, that's my destiny, you know what I'm saying? The nigga quit the job at the store and shit. They arguing and shit. Obviously, your pops know you can't rap, Slim. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> that's just obvious now, because he not doing nothing to help you, dog. They be on that joint. Have you heard him spit? He told <laughs> Terrible. Terrible. It's, it's a waste of time. His look terrible. Or all that shit is terrible. Um, all them niggas' kids on there, terrible. You got um, old dirty bastard son on this joint. This nigga wild as shit. Uh, hold up, hold up, man. <laughs> old dirty bastard son can rap. Nigga, he cannot. What are you? Talking I've heard. About? I heard a song with him. He was spitting like he, him and uh, what Ghostface son, fucking uh, old dirty bastard shit, huh? He be rapping his father's shit. Nah, this one was his own verse. His own I forget what it was. It was like a posse cut. You said it was his own verse? I'm about to look that up. <laughs> you said it was his own verse? Well, I know he be rapping his father's shit. That nigga is terrible, Slim. But he looked just like that nigga. He, he really the, do. Uh, plats, all that. Yo, did you watch uh did you watch the Wu Tang show? Nah, he was on it, right? Yeah, that show was vicious, man. You gotta see that shit. It was dope. Yeah, they was talking about on uh, Love and Hip Hop. He was getting ready for that joint. Hell yeah, yeah. They was in that joint crying because he was like, his mother and his sister was like, man, you look so much like this motherfucker, yeah. 
they start crying. Wait, so, so hip hop, he was getting ready for that joint. Hell yeah, you know? They was in that joint crying because he was like, his mother and his sister was like, man, you look so much like this motherfucker. You know? They start crying. Wait, so so old dirty bastard son is on love and hip hop. Yeah, the crazy shit. This is what I'm about to say. The crazy shit about it is this nigga a polygamist. <laughs> Literally, Slim. A polygamist. So, so he's well, he's married to two people. This this was this nigga. All right, look on the show. He he married to this white lady, right? He got two kids by. He talked to this other girl, right? So the whole thing about him is. He's trying to form a uh, three wives thing. That's what he's saying. When they interview him on, on uh, Love of Hip Hop Joint, his interviews, he talking about polygamy. He want to be a polygamist, right? So, um, Favor Flay daughter on the joint, right? So, he meets up with Favor Flay daughter, not knowing, none, they not knowing each other, right? They hook up, start talking. He lets her know that he want to be, he want multiple wives and shit. He got one at home with kids. He want to add her to the joint. He tells her that, right? Mm-hmm. So, funny thing about it, she say, I'm into that. Just like that, Slim. So, he looked at her like, funny look like he wasn't expecting that shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> he looked at her like, oh, oh, yeah? Oh, yeah, yeah, good then. So, you can you can, you can can join my family. She's she like, yeah, yeah. That's, that's something I've been thinking about for years and shit like that. She, that's how she started talking to him, right? So, he's like, yeah, so... You could be my second. She's like, nah, I ain't been nobody second. <laughs> That's when they start arguing about that shit. <laughs> the shit was funny, dog. It's like, dog. And it, it dawned on me, like, niggas be thinking about that shit, dog? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's crazy, you know? It's funny because she was thinking about the shit her for a while herself, you know? It, no, you know? They need to have a whole reality show them damn self, them two. <laughs> Wait, so you so, so you're saying it's just crazy that she was into it and he wanted to do it? It was crazy that she just happened to be into it too. You know what I'm saying? It's him to him, he say this to every girl. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And she she was this favorite slave daughter. Favorite slave daughter, she don't rap or nothing. She uh she a manager. And, and it was out the blue when she was like, yeah. So she get hooked up with her girlfriends, and she tells them. She didn't know. They didn't know. So she tells them, oh, for years now, I've been thinking about being in a multiple relationship thing. And they looked at her like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> she was trying to tell them that she ran into uh, old Dirty Bass's, um son. And it, you know what I'm saying? About the whole situation. So wait, was she just trying to be? Was she trying to be one of multiple wives, or was she trying to have multiple niggas too? Nah, she wanted to be a wife, but her thing is she don't want to be the second wife. She want to be the number one. Ah, uh, okay. That's that's what their problem is, right? The nigga introduced her to his wife and everything, Slim. Wife, everything. Wife is not all right. This is crazy, dog. When we dig into that right there, it's like, all right, his wife, is she not, she ain't feeling that shit, but she not one of those wives that's like, nigga, I'm gone. Fuck wrong with you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. She's sitting there uh, like, you know, uh, you making me uncomfortable with stuff like that. That type of talk. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. 
like you you gonna do what you gonna do. I, I'm I'm gonna be here, but I don't like it though. You know what I'm saying? Man, that's where you have problems though. Like, that nigga like so. He getting it, you know. He don't get that nigga gonna get him some wives, dog. That nigga hungry. <laughs> <laughs> that's all. He, no, it's dog. That's all he talk about. That's literally he don't talk about rapping on that joint. None of that. He always talking about getting him another wife and getting them pregnant. You know? His him and his sister argue all the time. She be like, nigga, you gonna have to pay for these kids. What's wrong with you? He got like four or five of them now. Some some shit. Seven of them. That's just like his daddy. <laughs> Didn't uh, ODB have a bunch of kids? I think he did, yeah. And they don't really talk to each other, each other all of them. That's crazy, though, man. That's crazy. Because I don't know if that's the same as polyamory. Is that the same shit? Nah, because, okay, polygamy is when you have, like, multiple wives or, I guess, multiple husbands, if it was that kind of culture. It's like, you get married to somebody, and then you have, like, a team of people that you're married to whereas polyamory is just being in uh like a bunch of open relationships with people and you're not committed to any one person yeah that's yeah it says yeah it's a practice of desire intimate relationships with more than one partner with the consent of all partners involved it has been described as consensual Ethical, responsible, non-monogamy. What the fuck? So what? So, so you ain't got married either. Nah, it's just like okay. So I go out and I, I go to the club, right? And then I meet a girl, and we vibe, we we connect and everything. A couple weeks later, I she's she's my girlfriend, right? Now polyamory would be, I go to the bar another night and I meet another girl. And I meet her and I'm like, yo, I, I like you, but I'm also in, I'm in this relationship with, you know, shorty over here. Now, I would like to bring you in and we will all be, you know, in a relationship together. And everybody's consensual with it. And everybody's cool. Yeah, but nobody gets married. Yeah, I guess once you get married, once you get married, it turns into polygamy and all that shit. So it's a way to get around the law. What? It's a way to get around the law is what that is, right? I guess if you want to see it that way. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) To me, it's like, okay, it's like, okay, to me, having a, being in a relationship is like being with, having a friendship that has sex involved, right? And, like, you you consider yourself, you know, each other's person and all that. It's the exact same thing, it's just with multiple people. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, it's not like you saying, okay, we gonna look forward to a future so we gonna get married. So, there's no marriage in none of this. It's just a mental thing. Yeah, it's just, it's like dating. It's just a relationship. You could do that? <laughs> what you mean? Yeah. I'm talking about, all right, first, I don't know who, who in this world want to be married. It's a lot of people that, that's married multiple um, women, though. But 
I don't know who would actually want to be Ashley Murray. Well, I'm talking about this right here where you don't get murdered. Would you do that? Would I? Would I be polyamorous? That's what you're asking me. Do that. Yeah, I do it. I don't know, cause I don't know the angle of it. Right. So, are you telling me that you've never had like more than one girlfriend before in in your life? See, this is what I was about to say. It, it, it's not the same, though. But it, no, it's not the same because you when you did it, probably the joints didn't know about each other. Not it's still not the same, cause all right. All right, I'm going to tell you how that's different now. Right? Okay. Let's say, like you just said, multiple girls. Let's say you got a main girl, right? Mm-hmm. And all right, the girl at your job, the secretary of that joint, you hitting that joint, right? Okay. Right? It's clear to her that all right, it's clear that you just hanging with this dude, right? You just chilling, you just fucking. You see what I'm saying? I wait. This I dude that's, oh, I'm about to go. This dude that's at home, really with a girl, just hitting his joint on the side. Is not looking for no future with this girl. Okay, that's different. Because so, so you yeah you're describing like but but in that case. That means you'd have a girlfriend, and then you were you're cheating on her, then, right? Regardless, it, it, to me, it's, it's the same. It's all the same. Nah, you it's not you though. Girl, they, you said the girl, you had girls they didn't know. Right? No, I said you had girls you didn't know. All right, so that that's basically the word cheating. That's, that's cheating, true. yes. Right. All right, so if a man got a girl, this star did. He got a girl at home, two kids. He that's his family, right? right? That that's it. This dude's not going nowhere, right? So the girl, the secretary of the job knows this family. He got family and all that. They just fucking, they just chilling, right? Right. That person that that got family at home, it's not really fucking another one and another one. Why he doing this? You feel me? This this is just going to go on until he it, it get wore out. You know what I'm saying? Then it might be another one. You get it? So now, well, I mean, that would depend on the person. I mean, if he was like somebody who's mad, horny and shit, he could have the secretary. You could have uh, the cashier at Walmart. He could have a whole bunch of joints. It just depends on how, what he wants. You can hit them joints. You can hit them joints, but far as one of them getting to know you and you being around, you can only do that with maybe one of them. Besides, you got a family at home. It's, it's not enough time in a day. So. One of them gonna feel like you fuck with them, but you're not gonna be serious. Y'all fuck with each other. You can have some joints around that, but that's the only one that really you really fuck with. You know what I'm saying? Okay, but what you're really, what's also what you're talking about though, it's the a key part of polyamory is everybody knowing and being okay with it. So if if you have a family back at home and you out here fucking somebody else, and your wife doesn't know about these other people that you fucking, then that's not polyamory. That's just cheating. I, I get that. I get that. Now, like I said, now, this person, this man that's at home, got the kids and all that, mm-hmm. this lady don't know nothing about bank accounts, don't know nothing about, probably don't, don't even know where the fuck he live, don't know none of that. His livelihood itself 
she is not in it. It's protected. It's it's already something by the end of his livelihood. You feel me? So now he like if I'm him, that person, I can sleep at night. I, I don't have to. I only have to trust one person. You feel me? It, it's hard for me to trust multiple people with my life. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's fair. <laughs> you know, I, I, I don't get trust. I can barely trust one. But once I get past that hurdle with that one motherfucker. That's it for me. I, I, go to sleep, I, can, I can just go to sleep. <laughs> no, this motherfucker ain't gonna be staying on top of me. You know what I'm saying? When you got four, five, six different people in that life orbit, I don't know, Snell. I can't sleep. There's no way that many people got that sense. <laughs> okay. You well, also, tune with that many. You gotta, you gotta think about how close you're trying to be with these people too, though. Now. Now, like you said, like if you, they got your bank account information, they got your Facebook password, they got the key to your house and all that kind of shit. Yeah, that's that's a really intimate relationship. But not every relationship is that intimate. Now wait, wait, wait. now, but what the fuck, Polly, Polly, right, right. It got to be some consensus that we are all in a relationship. Yeah, you all in a relationship. That doesn't mean that okay. you I you got now, the key to my place and all that shit. Now, now, now. Oh, oh, oh. Who got the keys then? <laughs> you, nigga. Who gets to have You. The- Just one person? That's my thing. Or, 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 and you could have a case where you have like, uh, okay, say... First of all, in, in a situation like this, you you couldn't be like... I don't know, like a busboy at a fucking restaurant or some shit. Like you got to have your shit together. So like you got your own, you got your own place. You know, multiple rooms, spacious. You got your own car. You, your your life is set, right? So then, mm-hmm. in that in that situation, you could have if you meet a woman or whatever, and then if she, if she moves in, cool. But then like if you meet somebody else, then in a polyamorous situation, she move in. Mm-hmm. And y'all will be a family together. Now, in that case, yeah. if she's living there, then yes, yeah, she'd have a key because she's living there. That doesn't necessarily yeah. mean that she'd have your bank account information or nothing. Now, but that's basically polygamy. Once once that happens, you you in you know, except you just avoiding the law by not getting married. But there's a but there's a bunch of people who live together in monogamous relationships that aren't married. But. Everybody had to meet each other, right? It can't be just having sex with you. Just tell me about the person, right? You got yeah. Everybody, they're in a relationship with each other. Exactly. So you can't just come to me and be like, "Oh yeah, I be messing with main man, such 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 such," and that's it. You can't do that, right? So these people got to come in and have a meeting, some type of understanding that we all are in this together, and then we do. Do everybody have sex? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Stop sound interesting. <laughs> the fuck you think it was? Everybody was just like holding hands and shit? Like, hold up, man. So everybody knows each other. Everybody gets to have sex with each other. Maybe one on one is all that to me. Is that's what you're saying? God damn. 
I mean, that's how I understand it. Maybe some other people might have a different definition, but if I, if you ask me how I would define a polyamorous relationship, then yes, everybody that they're in a relationship with each other. Now, I got to delay saying it's four types of polyamory, right? Okay. You know what they are? No, educate me. I don't know. Is that what she said? Let's see what they are. How can it be four types, though? It's like I'm going to make a lot of generalizations in this video. I didn't. Like, are uh, you in a relationship with one? No. Everybody, I don't understand this shit, Slim. Because you think make it sound easy, but Jesus, it's like. No, nah, I mean, okay. First of all, I wouldn't. I would never say that it was easy. I would just. I'd say that. I mean, laying it out and looking at it, how it works is easy, but actually making it happen. It's not just because of the way, you know, everybody kind of has the, the the monogamous expectations in America in general. Like, like that's the popular thing and the, the expected thing to do is, you know, you find a girlfriend, you get engaged to her, you get married, and like that that's your person, right? Like when you start doing other shit, then there's like there's some hurdles you got to jump in order to make that work. Best believe it. Let's see what's the full joints, because I don't know how, to, how you explain that. She says four. So, man, that article you can read that shit. Wait, I don't know. I was asking. About four types. No. I decided to narrow everything down to four major categories: the primary partner plus others approach. The group approach, the egalitarian network approach, and the solo approach. In the primary, I don't know what those. I don't know what those last two was. I got. I understood the first two. Now solo. Now, how can the fuck can you be solo? <laughs> <laughs> what you talking about, Slim? That's the whole point of this. Like what? Okay, let me see. Maybe she means. I'm at, well, I guess you can find out if you watch the video. But I think the primary partner approach that would probably be like, like what you were talking about with uh, ODB's son, where he has like his main joint, and then has like a team of other ones that acknowledge that they're not the number one, but they're cool with it. That then the group one would be like what I was talking about, where everybody is like equal and everybody understands like nobody is better than anybody else and everybody like just shares in the shit but I don't she says I'm about egalitarian and solo I, I don't know what the fuck that was solo let's go to those then. you are in one main relationship and then you have other connections has the exact same level of intimacy this is right what what you call it Atari game I thought she said egalitarian network approach, no one relationship is centered as the main relationship in a person's life. 
That doesn't mean that none of the relationships reach the same level of commitment and involvement as, say, like a primary partnership, because they definitely do. It just means that no one relationship is considered the main one. The best way I've found... What? See, that shit just... To me, it's just way too many things happening. <laughs> too complicated it's for you? Too confused. You can't... Yeah, you can't live your life. Like, do you have any peace in that? You know what I'm saying? Like, every minute of the day, one of these people will walk into you, to your life, and say, either one fuck or, or something. You just gonna be tired. <laughs> but, look, if it, if it was like a group thing, though, they could be like, no, go fuck the other person. I'm busy right now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if I did it, I definitely I would think- wouldn't do it with more than two people, though. Because it started getting crazy. Two people is like, that's almost like everybody. Because, like, somebody got somebody on the side, they just ain't telling nobody about it. You know what I'm saying? So, nah, I'm saying three, two, three people three is in, like, I would live with, like, I had two girls, and we were in that, like, equal opportunity shit like or whatever. I guess, but like in a relationship sense, not just like a one-time sex thing. I can do that too, yeah. Everybody can do that. Niggas been trying to do that for years. <laughs> yeah, and the issue is that most of the, most of the women aren't into it. Trying to talk their wife into doing that shit. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? At least get a joint side for a weekend. <laughs> One weekend would be good for any nigga that's married right now, sir. Thank you, thank you. Really appreciate you tuning in to the Nerd Investing Podcast. We hope you tune in each and every Tuesday with new and fresh content. You know? Thank you. you know?